Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Vinshan TV. We're back with me, Kathleen, and Julia. I forgot. I always forget to introduce myself. Um, so I'm Kathleen. She's Julia. And we're back with Survivor, season 45, episode three, titled No Man Left Behind, said ironically or unironically, which one is it? By Sabaya, because the man's was left behind big time. Yeah, they was. Uh, this episode had everything. This episode had everything. It had sick <laughs> blindsides at tribal, <laughs> camp raids, goodwill advantages, and the new immunity idol rules. All of these new advantages just made the camp life so much more fun to watch. I thought this was easily one of the best episodes of this season, obviously, but even of the new era, I just was like, I feel like our mouths were agape a few times during this episode. So yeah, Robbie, what did you think? I loved it. We were on the edge of our seats, especially during Tribal Council, obviously. Um, I thought it was a great episode. I actually just, I'm coming fresh off of a rewatch. And the only thing that I felt the need to skip was the actual reward challenge itself. Everything else, I was like super stoked to live through a second time. So I did the exact no way yep on my rewatch it like came up and i was like i don't need to see this during a reward and immunity challenge especially for like a podcast it's like unless someone like brandon is just like flopped at the bottom and you want to rewatch that or like someone's going face first in the mud or like there were some parts where people were eating shit and tripping over the ball parts that were like pretty funny to watch but other than that there's there's not much to report they're just doing sports so it's like Honestly, it's the part like in any season I've ever gone back to watch, I like dissociate during the ch- the actual challenges. I'm like, just give me the outcome. Like I could I could take it or leave it. No, I know that I... it's probably so fun, like so memorable and so fun for the actual contestants, obviously, because it's what informs who goes to tribal that night or who gets a reward that day or whatever. But um, yeah, I could do without the challenge. <laughs> Could you imagine? They're just surviving. It's just like they're eating bugs. And <laughs> and then they're like, pick, just pick a random team. They're like, you're going to tribal. Can you believe they weren't going to eat the crab? Like they were like, oh, man, I had two worms in there. Why'd they have them just in there? a crab. Why'd they have them in there then to eat the worms? No, no. The crab <laughs> snuck in. I'm pretty sure. Oh. And ate the worms and they were bummed. I'm like, that's not seems like a gorgeous out trade. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, eat seems like a fair crab. trade. All right, let's just look at the episode, okay? Let's do it. Not not much housekeeping on Survivor this week. I, everything seemed like you know chill and and normal status quo. We do have we have we do have one housekeeping, um, which is that it has become uh, it's become known to us that we had a little <laughs> bit of a corrections corner from sure. our episode of last week. In that, <laughs> charisma of twenty five is apparently a Dungeons and Dragons reference rule i don't thank you I matt kelly appreciate tell you. you for telling us and setting us straight uh, we made it our entire personality the last episode and had no fucking idea it could be a D. but i will reference. continue to do so oh it's great our new our new fixation is that you know finding an idol takes entrepreneurship that's our new I one i was gonna say <laughs> i'm gonna give you one guess to say what is my word of the episode and what is the bit that i'm absolutely for dear life clinging to by the like my teeth and it is entrepreneurship basile i like really like him. he's always gonna say something that's just like a little out of pocket he's just so like confident in himself and he's a he's a smart guy he's like an ivy leaguer so he's like you know he's he's just dropping words that are like are you sure what what about that was entrepreneurial i need to know yeah like getting an immunity idol is like starting a small business (laughs) a (laughs) hundred percent a hundred percent i mean basile i will continue to hang on your every word (laughs) i comment keep it coming basile and i refuse to call you by your your first name it is basile okay because that's the energy you've been giving i know that there are two wolves one is drew one is basile Brazil. Brazil. <laughs> what is Brazil? Brazil. <laughs> and I will refer to you as Brazil from now on. <laughs> Me as well. Okay, so that's the only housekeeping is that we do Perfect. not play Dungeons and Dragons. We don't All do right. it. And you know what? Jake doesn't either. I stand by it. He okay, had no idea I what think he was saying. Jake does, except I would first of all, I would love to hear like Jake being a dungeon master with his accent and being like I can't even. Attempt. I was seeing I stars. Yeah, I can't even. Yeah, <laughs> incredible. So anyway, 
let's get into the episode. And the first order of business is that when Lulu gets back from voting out um, Brandon, Caleb has a talking head that is almost like, man, Emily is calling out Sabaya when it's the one person she's not supposed to call out. And I'm like, Caleb, Sabaya looks so annoyed. I'm like, Jeff only said two votes. Why wouldn't she call them out? That's like a clear who's not counting votes at tribal. Who? I think I think it's a complete oversight of Sabaya, Caleb, Sean to not have some sort of story to like. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, Emily, she's smart. She's our financial analyst, girly. Like she's yeah. going to she's going to run the number. She's going to run the books and the books don't <laughs> add up. OK, so Correct. have a story. Yeah. I just think like that was the moment that she she dug her own grave. You she, think that was it? You think that was the moment? I mean, that's the moment that Sabaya dug her own grave later when the Lulu story of the day is that Sabaya wants Caleb out. And she's not wrong for wanting Caleb out, even though that's her boy and that's my boy. Sabaya and Caleb are both on my... No, don't say it. <laughs> not until we get to Austin, okay? Fine, fine. <laughs> this is not a visual medium, but Julia was about to call me out for something I said last night when we watched live. Anyway, so... Sabaya and Caleb were both on my pool, right? I had Brandon, Caleb, and Sabaya all from Lulu. And so in this episode, again, once Lulu fucking lost again, I knew I was losing somebody. Like, unless somehow Emily went home, which just wasn't going to happen. So, yeah. Oh, I think how the, the tables have turned. Yeah. I, I mean, this is exactly what Emily says. She said, you know, I was thinking about teaming up with Sabaya and Sean to get Caleb out. But once I knew that they lied to me about her finding this beware advantage, like, I can't trust her. I can't trust her. So, you know, C- Caleb is someone I can trust. Caleb's never lied to me. I'm going with Caleb. And it was just like a a, a wicked web of lies or not lies, just like <laughs> circumstance that was happening and building on each other, which we'll get to when we get to it. But it was I mean, it was. It was excellent, but poor Sabaya. I mean, I'm on the board fucking again, again. It was, yeah, it was hard to, it was hard to see. It was wickedly talented. Wickedly talented. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know if that was really the nail in the coffin for Sabaya. I think that it's just these like incremental things that Emily she would never say it because she's a very factual by the numbers person, as we've said. But I think to someone watching this, she was going off of her intuition. She was going off of her gut, right? To to trust Caleb and like to go that route rather than team up with Sabaya and Sean, where it would have made sense and it would have been an easy play because... Caleb's not there to defend himself. Like that was the one opportunity they had to really make a plan without him present. So you're saying that Emily, wait, I don't, I don't quite understand what you're saying. You're saying Emily, like I'm saying that I believe that Emily has not identified, but what her move was, was instinctual. Okay. So, I mean, honestly, we can just get into it because the 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 web is this. Hold on. I'm saying Gurley needs to trust her gut. I'm saying Gurley had intuition. She said, I have a good feeling about Caleb. I feel like he brought me under his wing early on. I, I just think they vibe more. Like Sabaya was trying to make amends. We saw at the end of the episode where she's yeah. like, tells her about the wax idol and like whatever. And she's trying to get her on her side. But it's like too little too late because... Emily's gut is already decided. I okay. I I like slightly disagree in the fact that oh. I think she was on the I think she was on the fence between betwixt the two. I oh, mean, she was I mostly, did not. No, no, she was voting Caleb, but I think the wax was the thing that you mean Sabaya. She was yes, voting. Sorry, for she was Sabaya. voting Sabaya. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. The conversation that she has with Emily is over fruit, the fruit that they won in the reward challenge. And Tobiah tells Emily, it's got to be Caleb. Now, is that when she tells her about the wax or is it later? It's a little bit later. Right. So the fruit time is when I think she was on the fence. Once the wax figurine comes out, 
buried. Like, yes, so, agree. Yeah. So, I mean, like in the beginning, when I say the opening scenes is what dug Sabaya's grave, it's because she lied. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. If she didn't lie, then she, then Emily may have a little bit of trust in her. But she lied. Emily was the only one that doesn't know she had yeah. this beware advantage idol in her pocket. So mm-hmm. either way, I said this to you last night. Episode one, Jeff had this like sneaky send send Kendra to, you know, the losing tribe, sit there all day, do a vote. It was went so terribly that they edited it out of the episode completely. This new um tweak to the immunity idols, like it couldn't have gone better in this episode. It was absolutely fucking gorgeous. Iconic. And, and the web that I've been saying is the fact that Sabaya told Caleb that she was going to throw his name under the bus before Emily got to Caleb and said, they're voting you, made it seem like, oh, my God, who's Caleb going to believe? Because there was a chance where it was going to be a three-way tie because they go Sabaya, one for Sabaya, one for Emily, one for Caleb. It was going to be beautiful. And then Sabaya... Not risking her vote to get mm-hmm. to keep that fucking idol over the line. It was gorgeous. It was so it was gorgeous. I I still do think in my heart of hearts that maybe Emily didn't mean this, but like I believe in my heart of hearts that she was gonna s- stay with Caleb. I yeah. think okay. I think that I think what she did was a good play. I think that was a good move. Like that's something I I think is like maybe small and maybe early, but like a resume building move. Mm-hmm. It's a blind side. Like it's a, it's the first oh. blind side in of a major player. I really think Sabaya was a strong contender yep. in this game. the The theme I keep coming back to in this episode is too hot, too early, or too hard, too fast. Yep. Um. Like I, I think we see it, and we'll get to this too. Is a lot of the moves that we see Drew on the Red Ariba tribe making feel a little bit. T- too hot too fast mm-hmm. um that i think it's rubbing some folks the wrong way but um no it was it was i think jeff is so fucking pleased like <laughs> oh, literally yeah. had to cross his legs please rock hard. when rock hard when sabaya goes and just puts that idol in the fire like it's it's it was insane and like honestly i was too <laughs> yeah okay first of all talk about burning fast and bright that idol melted in like two seconds but let me just say can i say maybe a controversial opinion please please it was embarrassing of her to be stoking i hated it i i every like, time even, she got up i was like sit down or no, just it's, slide a log over there and sit next to the fire because <laughs> I, I can't have the interruptions enjoy, no, no 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 i didn't enjoy her being like Hold on, Jeff. Gonna go stoke this real quick. Like I'm like, no, no, no. Let's talk, let's talk strategy because everyone's just like staring at it. Like especially it's Caleb so uncomfortable. And Emily, like Sean had Sean was blindsided as well. Sean was like, we got this in the bag. That thing's melting. Sean was the one who had the water to dump on it. They had a plan. He was the water boy. He could not do a left handed layout. Jeff's like, hey, that's layout. my job. <laughs> layout. He couldn't do a left-handed layup in this episode, and he was just Sabaya's water boy. And exactly. boy, did that. It was not a good look for Sean. Great callback. Good, good Thanks. stuff. Yeah, no, it was embarrassing. And if it's me, and I'm, I guess I'm just being a wuss, I'm playing the idol. I'm sorry. I don't care. I mean, she was completely blindsided, but I'm playing the idol just to say... Not three more days because it's the there's more days, idols but. to be had, people. This is not like it is not like a a, a one and done. There's going to be more th- advantages out there. So play it even if you have the slightest. I don't think it's a bad thing to play it. It's one of those things where when you risk it, it's, you know, huge reward. And then when you don't, you're just you go home with an idol in your pocket. And I saw a tweet today that was like. Let's th- like with the with the upcoming merge, as we're going to see in next episode of the three of three brand new teams. It's like, let's let's pour one out for the Lulu tribe who like three of them never got to vote. Like all these like different. Crazy. Things were, yeah. <laughs> never got to vote. Just never. Not once. Like it's fucking insane. Like Sabaya didn't vote. Brandon didn't vote. Hannah didn't vote. Here's a question I have for you as it relates to our pool. Okay. There is a rule this season that if you have a player that successfully uh, plays an advantage, you get a negative point. So that okay. 
as we've gone over the rules, the less points you have, the better at the end of the season. Do you feel like Sabaya, although she got out tonight, do you feel like you get a negative because she played it in a way that she risked? She 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 took no, the risk. No, I would say if that's the case, then that one immunity idol could technically get her three negative points. It could get her one point for risking it once. Thing. One for risking it twice. And then when you actually play the idol. No, I would say it's probably playing the idol is the point. Okay. I mean, hey, if you want to fight for me and give me that negative point, I would love to. I'm already beat. There's just no way I'm ever going to. Unless my final three are the final three, I'm absolutely beat. Well, yeah, but what if Austin, because you have him as well. What if he also does that same bullshit and he gets negative three even when he gets out? You know what I mean? Well, Sabaya can't. She's gone. Sorry. But negative one. Maybe. Whatever. Who cares about this? See ya. Okay. So we'll get to challenges and stuff later. But let's dive into Bellow because I really thought this was going to be a huge Bellow app for some reason. And it just straight up was not at all. The big Bellow takeaway is that like Jake has more favor with the gals than Bruce does. Bruce barely got a single soundbite. Not sure he even got one other than him being like being a like kind of a dick during the challenge at the end during the big puzzle. Oh yeah. I just think those pieces were really heavy and everyone was getting frustrated because it's not as easy as just like doing those little like the tree or the coral or whatever it was. It's like no. those things were fucking heavy and then when it's wrong well. you got to knock it all down and that's frustrating. But yeah, I mean the highlights were Jake having this mini seizure like losing all of his bones him just being like, no what the fuck man <laughs> oh my god that was so relatable him falling down getting up and just be her kendra saying like are you okay and him just being like no what the fuck <laughs> like <laughs> kendra duty like that as the response is so is so masculine of him to just like get up and be like no what the fuck like the earth just spun under my feet and like what the fuck like <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> Like, it's just, like, acting like someone did it to him. And then Kendra, with, like, this, like, empathy, took it as a chance to just be like, you know, ever since I watched him do that, I just feel closer to him now. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, it took seven days, but, like, I realized that he's human. Honestly, during the rewatch, he was blowing so hard on the fire so many times and i'm like i've been there like i've been to many bachelorettes i've had to blow has up he ever blown up a balloon balloons. yeah yeah it's yes. like, i get light at it i understand so when we Poor watched Jake. it last night i stepped away briefly yeah. i did not realize that we were going to go straight into drama after the opening credits which i do want to talk about actually so i missed it and i was like damn it we couldn't rewind and i missed what happened so upon second rewatch i watching it i was like oh yeah obviously this guy's about to pass out mm-hmm. he's like huffing puffing blowing so hard probably just got lightheaded and then what you see is you cut to him just like standing upright like so like jerking upright and then <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> it's like yeah no shit the earth spun out under your damn toes i mean they're starving they're starving yeah. the- he's blowing and then he's breathing in smoke from the fire <laughs> yeah it was crazy and then the only other Bella thing really is that I couldn't tell who the soundbite was from. Who says in the challenge, Bruce is kind of annoying. Was it? I think it was Kelly. Kelly. I, I think it was Kelly. I saw her mouth move, but maybe they like hyperimposed it like on a certain moment. But I thought it was Kelly as well. But because it was Kelly and Brando that sat out, right? Yeah. And like, I think it was her because what is some like what is Katura going to be saying it like while they're in the midst of the challenge like sure no. and also yeah. i think kelly f- feels tight enough with brando that she can kind of like make Very some true. Of those comments yeah. um the the feelings i have about bello are kendra really emerged to me mm-hmm. in this episode as not even just like a camp personality but she's taking an, a lot of leadership in these challenges she did this like retrieve the key from the hook thing. They sure. put her in charge of that. She was the caller for the puzzle. The moment I really that stood out to me about her was when we had this weird Bruce Caleb interaction where Bruce is saying like, got shit to do move. 
And Kendra says, like, sorry, Caleb. Like, she's, she stops calling out to, like, apologize to the other team, just being like, listen, like, you know, like, in a way that's not performative to me it really felt genuine and just like i'm sorry yeah you you know how we feel you know how we're all we're all going through it and then she also said to bruce something that i was like wow that's really powerful in like asking him to speak to everyone else in a different way i can't remember the exact like words she chose but it was like bruce we got to change the way we talk or something Mm -hmm. like that it was so simple and just felt like such an articulate way of saying like what you're doing is not serving us it's not positive. It's not adding any value to like the situation we're in, like find a new way to talk to one another. And I was totally. like, girl, yes, I love that. I loved it. I agree with that. I just wish we were getting more from Bella. We're just not because they're we not haven't losing got- anything. Well, they lost this reward. Well, they they lost, but right? like that they lost the reward, but they won the immunity challenge. It's like when you lose the right. reward, sure. But that just meant that Caleb it was honestly the worst to them. Exactly. It was the yeah. worst case. And we we talked about this last night that um we didn't get a lot of coverage of Bello because even though they lost the reward, I think Lulu and Caleb's decision as the winning tribe to do a camp raid, they could not have selected the losing team. It would have just added further insult to injury and in that like you lost and we're taking something from you and just not been like the vibe to establish camaraderie. And what those raids are really about are a swap of information, like this goodwill thing that we saw. I mean, Lulu said it at Tribal. They were not even able to use any of the equipment that they stole because they have no flint. They they took fishing gear. They can't like, what are they going to eat? Raw fish, sushi. Um, so like <laughs> it's it was really only to like foster relationships and gain information. So I can't believe they don't have fire. It's crazy That's to me. Unbelievable. What are they eating? Grapes. They love grapes. No, but before the grapes. <laughs> they said Sabaya said raw papaya. And I don't know that they're Isn't finding every papaya raw? there. I don't know, but she said raw papaya. She might have meant like un unripe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all I got on Bello. I don't really have much more because they're just not no. getting but next week with the switch up, it's gonna be, I think phenomenal i can't wait for the switch up i have the teams do you want me to run through them i saw spoiler teams at the end okay all right then let's talk about reba yeah so we talked about entrepreneurship which was the best that was like the best thing that came out of this episode i think but just word wise <laughs> word I, of I the agree. episode Next, 100%. every episode we'll do word of the episode on three and see if we pick the same word okay or phrase okay. Because this one, there was a close tie for this one. It could have been four steps down. Four steps down. Okay. I mean, we might as well just talk about it. So when Caleb goes to raid Reba and takes their fishing gear, whatever, I love, love, love. First of all, I didn't know that Sifu was like, I make my own music. Like all this time, he's like, I do Kung Fu or whatever, Taekwondo. (laughs) Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Wait, maybe it is Taekwondo. No, I don't know what it is. I think it's Tai Chi. Either way, it's like I do karate. And <laughs> either way, I do I do layouts. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, no. So and then all of a sudden he's like, I make my own music to Caleb. And I'm like, is Caleb is a this record gonna be... producer? <laughs> like, why? why are you saying that now? And then immediately Jay Maya's like, I'm a singer. So Caleb's like, Okay, let's do a little something then. Show me a little ditty. <laughs> and they That's- break into they. And by they, I mean Sifu. Looks at her as if like, you want to do this? You want to <laughs> go? Like, you know, you know, four steps down, right? Do what we've prepared. I watched my second read. We, we always watch with CC. We always watch with closed captioning because if you're not watching closed captioning, you're missing everything. You're yeah. missing everything. Mm-hmm. Upon second rewatch, somebody does say, I love four steps down. And I need to know. <laughs> but is because that it a song? It does not exist. Right. Unlike, unlike Chaos of 25, we have done our charisma. Chaos. <laughs> chaos is a Dungeons and Dragons thing, I'm pretty sure. You're like, I think so. Unlike think so. Chaos I don't of know. 25. Tell us if we're wrong because we know you will. Uh, unlike Charisma of 25, 
I we both did a little research to see if four steps down was in fact real. I now maybe it is talking about like this like the steps in like an octave like maybe you're going like it's like a vocal warm-up exercise like but you're then going why would he be singing and four steps down like that <laughs> but that's not what they did no they did four steps julia and i looked at each other immediately and said this is like you all you everybody all, everybody from Lost, which is the in universe jam of the century. It's the in universe's like what, like call me maybe of the of yeah. their universe. <laughs> no, it's you so know what great I mean too, because it's like Lost Island. You all, everybody, Survivor Island, four, four steps, steps down. down. It just makes fucking sense, people. He means three doors down is what he meant. No, <laughs> <laughs> what's a song by three doors down? Uh, if I go crazy, then will you still still call me Superman? Superman. Is that it? Is that right? I feel like there's one I actually really love. Yeah, that's three doors down. It is. Hold on. That's four steps down for sure. Three doors down and three, four steps down (laughs) is four steps down is Sifu's three doors down cover band. Okay. I have, I have mine. It's I'm here without you, baby. And you're still with me in my dreams. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. On TikTok, people call that like divorced dad music. And I love it. Oh, I mean, it's weird because my married husband loves that music. Yeah. Well, and he loves Creed. We'll see, we'll see in 10 years. We'll see. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's going to be up. He's going to join us. To listen to this. <laughs> He hates us. Okay. I I was just rewatching, and he was in the vicinity. He would not sit down to like actually fully rewatch with me, but he was sitting, and we get to tribal council, and and I'm like, oh, we're about to record. He's like, oh, it's fine. I'll just watch the Flibbies, the Flibbies game, the Phillies <laughs> game. And I'm like, Go well, Phillies. okay, wait, hang on. Just what do you think happens at the end of tribal council? And he goes, let me guess, that chick melts her wax candle she gets an idol she doesn't play it and she goes home it's like you motherfucker i'm here without you you, baby baby. (laughs) all right so back to reba uh we barely even talked about them we just talked about four steps down but anyway that's the in universe for survivor 45 four steps down is their favorite song okay so basile and austin okay yeah so they're digging but D and Mama J are on their tail, not even meaning to be on their tail. But they're they're suspicious about them before they even see them digging. And this is like the preview we get of D being like, I feel like it's like a husband cheating on me or a boyfriend cheating on me or yeah. whatever. And I just thought it was so clever and also stupid that Basile was like, yeah, we uh, we saw we saw seafood digging here. I'm like. That can bite you so fast. All they need to do is say that to Sifu and then Sifu will be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, but they they gave him the dodo cut and they cut to him doing taekwondo. (laughs) (laughs) He was doing karate. Yeah, I mean, here's my feelings about that. It makes sense in the moment. It makes sense in the moment as a quick lie. It does not make sense if Mama J and D are going to go to Sifu and like try to corroborate. It also does not make sense in the way that the rest of this storyline fleshes out in that Austin and Drew have this genius plan to say, all right, let's tell the girls that we we come 80% clean is what Austin says, that we found the beware advantage. They admit to lying. They like basically admit they don't admit to lying. They say that they found this advantage and they got the message. It told them to dig at the the X by the palm trees. If I'm Julie or D, I'm like, well, why would Sifu know that? How would Sifu have known that? Right. And you said that you were only here because Sifu was digging. It, it unless then they just no go sense. like, unless then they just go like, we just said that we weren't sure we trusted you guys. And like, that's not a great look either. So I'm not sure what the rest of that story is, but. Do you think. Look. If Jay Maya didn't walk up on the gals, that they would have thought longer about keeping the hammer for themselves? Or do you think that this was the right move regardless? 
give the hammer to the boys, get some goodwill with the boys. But I mean, now that there's a merge, yeah, I'd say that it was probably a actually now I'm saying they should probably should have kept it because. Well, when does this happen? Does this happen at the point that Lulu's already lost? Because I no. think if it happens. OK, no, I was going to say pre immunity challenge. If it happens post immunity challenge, you're right, because all the all the only content we're getting is post Lulu is Lulu. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think that that's a good play. I, OK, I think um, if they were to take if they were to take the hammer and hide the rope. I just think it creates more questions and more lies when D said it right that like the the thing that's going to help her at this point in the game is building trust and building alliances. So it's a good move on them. Like I love that Austin's like, I thought we'd be digging forever. And it's like all you needed to do is like tell women to help you and yes. like it's the job <laughs> is done. Fucking idiot. Um For real. <laughs> They could have and they they could have. I don't think that it would have done them. I think it would have been absolute like bloodshed war if they hit it. And then I think they'd have to go like girls versus guys. Yeah. Something like that. I hate that they're leaving J. Maya out of all this. Sifu, I, I can leave. J. Maya, I'm like, she's I need smart. to know when, why. When they bring in for the reward challenge and they say... Brandon voted out of the last tribal council and they shoot to Jemaya and she's just giggling under her breath. I'm like, she is a superstar. Give her more sound bites. I don't know if she's just not giving. Is she just not giving anything or she's not giving? Are they not giving her a good edit? Because I'm going to be pissed if she goes home like next when Reba or whoever her new team goes to whatever. I hope that she finds new ground with whatever team she's on next and we'll talk about it because I have the spoilers at the end of the episode. I'm ready for her to have a breakthrough moment. I did write this down during the episode is that we only got one side of this like core four, four strong alliance in that we never really got to hear how Sifu and Jemaya are feeling about this. Like, are they sitting there being like, we feel on the outs or are they sitting there being like, we feel really confident that we're with so-and-so and so-and-so? I, I have no idea. Well, that's the thing. It's like, why aren't they giving them? Are they truly just chilling? They must be just chilling because what the hell? Sifu's not chilling. Sifu's he's never chilling. chilled a day in his life. Wait, I think he's chilling. I think he's by the water chilling. That's so interesting because in the first episode, he was like literally running around looking for idols, chopping down things. But that hiding. to him is gameplay. The social piece is not gameplay to him. Gameplay to him is like, I'm going to go run through the forest and the forest the jungle and find shit and then i'm gonna go meditate on the beach interesting i think i, I mean how are we supposed to know what they're doing we just it, can't. That, it's truth as far as i'm concerned because they've not they've not given us any sort of information to for me to believe otherwise i don't have much other reba stuff other than when caleb goes so besides four steps down like how did you feel about caleb meeting with everybody one by one I thought it was like, I honestly, the like super cut they did of him being like, you have really nice eyes, like just bullshitting everyone, like being like, I can tell that you're approaching this game with like a lot of clarity. And it's like, I could really work with you. Like all the like little like sound bites he's giving are just so cringe. And like, it just felt like, what are all these people like auditioning for a role? And he's like, in he's the, like the casting director. The casting that director. They need. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it just so was weird. I can't believe they episode, like said yes to that. Yeah, this episode, Mama J says it perfectly. She's like, he's here to rate us, but he's rating us for information. He's not like, and that's smart. Right. Like she says, like that's really smart. But Caleb had a target on his back basically this whole episode, and he didn't know it, right? Sophia's putting a target on his back. Sophia and Sean are well aware, and Emily is well aware. You don't want to sit next to him at the end. He's charismatic. He has a charisma of 50, I'd say. Oh, I know it. And he's an entrepreneur. He's going to be good at all the challenges. Like they said, did you see him in that challenge today? And then he's walking around. The Basile says right away, I knew they were going to send him. Brazil said it right away. I knew they were going to send him because you could tell he's running that tribe over there. That's not a great look to be running no. a tribe is not a good look. And to, for Caleb to be like 
Jay Maya, Sifu, do a song. <laughs> yeah. And he like, was like, all right, let's see. Will I book you? It's too hot, too strong, too fast. Also, Again. you know what else we hated in the immunity mm. challenge when he looked at both teams and said, good luck, you guys. Have a good game or whatever the fuck he said. <laughs> He's he was like, good, good game, game, good game. You're about to lose a gain. A gain. I know, but he like went in really trying to like, Maybe that's the way you go when you're like your back's against the wall and you're like, I really we could really lose this one again. And I need to just like be nice to these people. Yeah. But I hated yeah. it. No. Yeah. I I still really like Caleb and I think he's a really Damn. huge threat. <laughs> I just think that like for this episode, he's got to like smarten up a little bit because he's putting a target on his back. Two things. OK, I have a raid question and the goodwill advantage. Would you choose someone who already has an advantage to give the advantage to? Like, I could tell, like, Caleb is like, you know, Brazil wants to play. And I mean, I guess I guess in my brain, it's like, I guess, who is still going to be here by the time the merge matters? And I'm going to want to team up with people. Who should I form a bond with? And I guess he talked to Drew and was like, okay, this guy seems legit. He's a player. He he risked his vote and he won it. Like, he's a player. What do you think? I think there's two ways you can go about this. And I was listening to um, Rob Sestranino's coverage. And they did talk about this being like, would you... Does it make sense? Was it a smart play for Caleb to have given an advantage to somebody because they told you that they already have an advantage. Right. And it is a little bit of like tit for tat. Like you tell me something. I've also got something to tell you and here it is. And, and what they said in the, um, perhaps podcast was basically if you identify yourself as a strong player, you want to surround yourself with other strong players one, okay. because you want to play the game and you want it to be like a fun game and a good game. But two, because you want shields, right? Like if he were to go for the merge, he's built this goodwill advantage with Drew, with Basile, that he can then use Basile as a shield to be like, well, wait, hang on, you're coming for me. This guy's the real threat. He's got beware advantage. He's got the goodwill advantage. He's got whatever the other one is. The What is the other one? Safety without safety with power without safety power. with without power safety without power. So that's one approach that I think you can go. You can also go more of the like little finger route where you you treat <laughs> chaos as the ladder and you say mm-hmm. you talk to Basile and you're like, hey, like give me the lowdown. Who are you tight with? Who's like on the outs? Blah blah blah. Maybe Basile shares that he has this advantage and then you give the advantage to the person that Basile says is on the outs just to fuck the system up like just to create chaos in this camp should it come to blows I think there's just like more variables there and like less control and this game is all about where controlling what you can so I think in that instance Caleb probably made the right decision but we'll not know until it plays out yeah, the goodwill advantage is an interesting advantage because it's not like he's just like handed an idol to someone, right? Like he handed something that will restore a lost vote. And yeah, honestly, at this point, Austin needed it. He doesn't need it anymore, but he needed it. So it, at that point, like the red team doesn't even need it anymore. So it's just something he could keep in his pocket. But in this game, you can lose your vote often. So mm-hmm. I'm sure Jeff will give many people more opportunities to lose their vote. I mean, we're going to have to see that puzzle a million more times. I think they're just going to keep sending people on boats like every fourth episode. I assume they're not just going to send oh. those three ones like they usually send multiple yeah, people right. over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's like the weird thing about the boat. It's like once one person goes, you just know they what know. it is. Yeah. Like you can't even be sneaky about it. So unless okay. and I can't remember what season that they did this, but there was somebody that kept going back. They sent the same person. Oh, maybe it was like a redemption exile island. Okay. The terrible season. They kept sending the same person back because they're like, he's already been, he's already seen it. Like, we don't want any of these other people to have like another advantage. Like, just send the same person back. So speaking of twists and shit. Okay, so there's a raid in this episode. I have a question for you. And I asked this because of Pearl Islands. Now, this one's a little more straightforward. My question is, can you hide things? 
I know that everyone mostly knows what everyone else has. Like you see them win stuff. You see, you know, you all start with the same stuff. You see them win stuff and challenges. So like hiding stuff is kind of like, I feel like you could just be like, give me your spear and they have to produce your spear, right? But in Pearl Islands, the twist in the beginning, not to spoil, is season seven. It happens in the first 10 minutes. It's fucking sick. They, like I said in episode one of this podcast, because I had just finished watching Prowlands, they take all of their clothes and everything, whatever outfits they wore for the promotional sh- shoot they're wearing. Also, they gave them like a little bit of money and then they send them to the town and they have to barter with people for whatever they can get. So like Sandra was the only one who could speak the language and was like, Sandra was wheeling and fucking dealing. She was trading. Love that for her. She, was, she traded a necklace for like a big bucket of chicken, like cooked, gorgeous, delicious ch- chicken. And That's like, amazing. so like Sandra's team, because they had Sandra, came back with a boatload of shit, like everything they would ever need. They were fed every day, whereas the other team had absolutely nothing. So in that season, which did have a lot of raids, like almost every episode there was a raid. The, the winning team sent got sent to the losing team. It's like, technically, they don't know what we have. Can we hide it? You know what I mean? Like, I've always thought, like, this is a little more straightforward. But back then, it's like, if I got five water jugs and, and four bottles of wine, because they did have wine and stuff, it's like, can we just dig a hole, put that stuff in a hole, and then they won't even know we had that? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean... Like, gone are the days of that being a reality in the new era of Survivor. I think very true. I think the thing that we're operating under is like this idea of like integrity and like, all right, we know what's on the table. We know, like, even Caleb said it. He said, you know, we've come to like it's a raid. We've got to take your fishing gear. And they're like, all the fishing gear. And he's like, technically, yeah, like we are allowed to take the whole set. But what yeah. we're going to do is leave the spear or whatever, like his negotiation is. But no, I don't think you can hide stuff. And I don't think you could take someone's personal items. Well, didn't you say, like, I'm going to take someone's pants? Yeah. Like, I want the, that's like a really cool jacket. Give me that jacket. I love <laughs> Natalie, can I have your jacket? It's like, Hollywood, nice sneaker. <laughs> I was going more for Angelina asking for Natalie's jacket. Oh my god, mm. iconic! That was iconic. iconic. You know, Emily is kind of giving Angelina in a in the slightest bit of like just in episode one of like not quite understanding social cues. Oh, agree. Oh, like I feel like Emily's personality episode one was more Natalie, but with Angelina, like tinges of Angelina of, of not knowing the social cues. And the social cues are everything, my friends. I mean, that is what this is. But okay, that makes sense. But I was just thinking, like, if they don't know, we no, have it's great. It, so I'm gonna hide. Yeah, it. yeah. It, I bitch. mean, at this point, like everything's been on. Like everything that they have is is common knowledge. The okay. only thing I'm surprised, and I don't think that, that this was like on the table or else Lulu should have fucking taken it, is the flint. I don't think that they can take the flint. I think that yes. that's like, this is hard earned in a challenge and that is not up for grabs. Yeah, that, that seems obvious because they would have taken that for sure. Right. Oh, that sucks. And they put out they put out the torches before they walk back so they can't like bring fire back. Yeah. Yeah, that blows. Sucks. Um but yeah, I mean, there's really not much else to talk about. We already talked talked about the final tribal, A- incredible blindside. Like everyone was so sad. Oh. Like the good- one when when Lulu lost the music, we were kept being like, "This is devastating." We're sad. Like when Emily gives that speech, being like, "You guys don't know what it feels like to have yeah. to say goodbye to the people that you've like met out here and like learned to love." Like I, I was like, "Oh." It's her face during that challenge and the swell of the music is crushing. Yeah, it's crushing. It's like cinematic, honestly. I mean, that and then at the end, when when Sabaya's voted out, like they are all sad. They all hug. Mm -hmm. They don't like it sucks. Yeah. Lulu. Who? Lulu. I love it. I know. I mean, 
That is like respect for the game. That is like respect for the game. That was different than Brandon's exit. Like I had an issue with Brandon being like, look at this. This is so cool. It's Jeff. He's putting up versus Sabaya being like, you know, team spirit. It was a sick blind side. Respect for the blind side. You know, like that's the game. It is what it is. Hate to go home with an immunity idol in your pocket. But like you said, she gets a little uh, souvenir. Yeah, she gets a prop. It sucks. I I really thought Sabayo. I thought when I saw her in the first episode, I was like, "Fuck yeah, incredible yeah. pick by me." Yeah. I mean, that's what she got too cocky. I think it mm-hmm. is just what it is. She was strong in her alliance with Sean. It could have been, mm-hmm. you know, it's. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So next week, talk me talk me about spoilers. Um, next week, really quick, drop your buffs and drop your buffs. You know, we're gonna be in. Uh, they're jumping ship, and I, the, the sound bite is Jake saying, I got to jump ship. Thank God I'm a good swimmer. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, okay, so this is the Spoiled Tribes for next week. So if you don't want to listen, you can Exit say now. goodbye now. We love you guys. Um, Thanks for listening. So Lulu, the new Lulu is going to be Caleb, Katura. Caleb, Katura, Kelly, Bruce, and Jake. So right, four I knew Bruce and already... Jake bellow four of them are already bellow and then caleb is going to be the odd man out which is very interesting luckily bruce is like the odd man out already like jake i feel like is already going to turn oh my gosh this to me is game changing yeah i know so it's four bellow and one lulu on the new lulu tribe okay Okay. next is Mm -hmm. bellow which is the new bellow tribe is brando kendra Emily, Drew, and Austin. So we've but got... Seal and Austin still together? Correct. So we've got that little alliance still together. And then they've got Emily from Lulu, Kendra from Bello, and Brando from Bello. So Emily is the odd girl out. Unfortunately, like, there was only three people from Lulu, so there was a chance it would just be one, one, and one, so they have no alliances, you know? Okay, so then Reba is Julie, D, Sifu, Sean, and... J. Maya. J. Maya. I was like, who did I forget? Yeah, so that is four Reba and one Lulu. (gasps) Again, Bella was the one that got mixed up the most. The new Reba. Yeah, I mean, they they need... D and Julie are going to have to loop in Sean to get out Sifu or J. Maya. Or Sean could go with the other two, but we don't see, like you said, we don't see J Maya and Sifu making a connection. So, right, they've already had that opportunity. It's interesting to me that um, of the odds, like all of our Lulu three are split. I was kind of, I don't know why I thought like, oh, it could play out with a two and one. Yeah, it could. But let's go through again, and like now that you've laid it out, let's talk like initial guesstimates. What do you mean guesstimates? Like I'm saying, like who you think's gonna vibe with who and what's the move? Okay, so for Lulu, I think I mean it's tough. I think that Katura and Katura's gonna try and vibe with Kayla because they need the extra vote just in case Jake doesn't wanna get Bruce out. You know what I mean? Like Kelly is losing yeah. Brando. So I think Kelly is gonna lean towards Katura now. I think she's gonna lean towards Jake. I don't I know why. I just love Katura. And I, I know you do. Right. I mean, Kelly had that sound by being like, I'm scared of her. She's scary. Yeah. 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 I think she's going to lean towards break. I think break. Break. That's the I think she's going to go for. Um, I think she's going to go for a boys. Yeah. Kelly. She does seem like a guy's girl. Yeah. And Forge. Uh, Bello. Bello. I could see. Ooh, this is that interesting. One, yeah. That one's. It's all about the Drew and the Austin. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no one from old Reba to say to Brando, Kendra, and Emily, these two are <gasps> like inseparable besties. Uh, so they could eat, they could play that. They could, I don't know. It's, I don't it know. It depends how much Caleb told Emily, right? Because he could, there's a scenario where Caleb went back to camp, told, he did, he didn't, he say like, I gave Drew this. Uh, yeah, but whatever. I don't know that he knows that him and Austin are besties. Maybe not, but Emily at least is coming with the information that Caleb supplied her with. And same yeah. as Sean. So they all will know that then. Wait, did Caleb come back and tell the gang about the goodwill? 
I don't think so. I think no? he kept that close to the vest. I think that's like a, an alliance for down the road, like for him to keep in his pocket. Oh, I don't know. I'd have to check that. We have to fact check that. Okay. And then again, for Reba, it's all about Sean. I mean, Sean's in a good spot, I think, because it's it, I agree. Doubt. I think Julian, Julian D with Sean, Sifu and J. Maya, they've already, like we said, not established a connection. That to me is like the clearest way to split. I'm most interested now about how Bella is going to shake out. Honestly, Lulu is the one where the, the the new Lulu is the one where the old Lulu is in the most trouble because it's for bellows that mostly like yeah. each other like Katura and bruce don't like each other but the rest like each other fine caleb is the odd man out really so it's either going to be caleb yeah or but Katura. he's the best of the three he's the best of the three to be able to navigate that totally opinion. totally totally i mean i'm yeah mm-hmm. i i guess it's they picked out of a hat Ooh, yeah. or whatever the fuck but yeah I I, do you think they gave them brand new buffs or they had to wear someone's sweaty old buff? No, they gave them new ones. Okay, cool. I know I'm acting like I, I'm like, yeah, they gave them new ones, you idiot. I wouldn't want someone's stretch out titty, um, buff, titty you know like I mean? rag. All titty you do rag. is like sweat and like cry into it all night. Oh my God. Bugs and dirt, <laughs> bugs and shit and all over shit it and discharge and shit. <laughs> I think that's a gorgeous place to end. <laughs> Me as well. Any final thoughts on the episode? Uh, Austin is your beast. Okay. Yeah, there it was. <laughs> if you waited this long for the inside joke, yeah, I, I, why did I even say that? You just said, like, he came on screen and you're like, that's my beast. <laughs> and I was shook. I think I was my like, core. he's a beast. And I was like, he's my beast. Oh, that could have been it. But I hated it. Oh my god, he's my. And then by the end of the night, you're calling Alex your beast, and I'm like, (laughs) I gotta go. That's my girlfriend. (laughs) She's your beast. She's my beast. Beauty and my beast. Yeah, no, I don't have um very much to say. That was a great episode. Very entertaining. Next week, we're not going to be watching together. Um, so we will be like really fresh on like what our word of the episode was or phrase of the episode it'll be like because we won't have vibed each other during it so it'll be a great test of our friendship it's gonna be like two hours long three hours maybe this ep- the episode the next next week's because yeah we'll have so much have to catch to up on life yeah. too yeah yeah <laughs> all right perfect um that's the episode Go follow us uh, at Binge on TV on Spotify, Apple, you know, subscribe. That's our main feed. You won't miss anything. We're currently doing Gen V. We're doing, we just finished uh, One Piece and Wheel of Time. We're doing Fall of the House of Usher, which fucking slaps my ass. Uh, that just dropped today. And uh, yeah, so Binge on TV is the main feed. But if you're listening on the uh, Survivor feed, hit fucking subscribe so you can hang out with us week by week. And yeah. That's the episode, and four steps down. You all, everybody. You, you all, everybody. everybody. <laughs> all right. And thanks for listening. <laughs> You're listening to the Geekscape Network.